welcome to another episode of Unstuck with Hypnopunk Transformation with Edge. And today's episode is entitled Ending Self-Sabotage. Ten ways to end self-sabotage. Before we get on with the show, I would like to thank everyone that's left their five-star reviews on iTunes, on Spotify, on Google Play, on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, however, Pinterest, however you're listening to us, thank you so much for doing that. That's what inspires me to put more of this content out there for your ears. So please, please, please keep doing that. That's what fills my heart with warmth and love and makes me want to do more of it. And remember to uh, up the ante. Uh, when you leave the five-star reviews and some comments on one of those formats, shoot a snapshot of it and send it to me at mail, M-A-I-L, at lukenosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com, mail at lukenosis.com, and you get a free 30-minute discovery session with me. That's 30 minutes with me to enable you to become unstuck in a certain area of your life. Please understand, this is not a therapy session, a counselling session, or a hypnosis session. It's not your, not your opportunity to hemorrhage all your problem juice all over me um, for 30 minutes. It is not that. It is your opportunity to allow me to help you to create a blueprint, a path, a GPS, a spotlight to get you unstuck from that tunnel and get onto the next area of your life. That being said, let's get on to the show at hand which is how to end self-sabotage self-sabotage is that thing where it's just you, you know you're going the right way you're doing everything it's going great it, you know you're you're appearing to a certain way of eating we'll call it for diet for want of a better word but then uh, you self-sabotage and you eat a big chocolate cake or you're in a fantastic relationship with someone a monogamous relationship with someone and then you go and you cheat with somebody else um, or you've gone um, 100 days without smoking a cigarette, didn't need it, no nicotine or tobacco in your system, and then you light up a cigarette. We're talking about that kind of sabotage that happens in, in our life. <clears throat> we all do it from time to time. Sometimes we can be our, our, our own biggest enemy. We can also be our own biggest hero. This is what the podcast is about today. So here are 10, 10 things that um, I have noticed in myself and, and other people working with people in, the, in change for 23 some odd years now ways that people oftentimes are self-sabotaging themselves but not realizing not realizing that they're doing it so as soon as you become aware of these things it's that that awareness that then breeds into having the ability to actually stop in it and doing something more advantageous and positive in its place First thing, first thing that a lot of people do, number one, is they put things off. They're always putting things off. Well, I'll wait tomorrow to start that diet, to start that exercise regime, to start that investing, to start that book, to start writing that book, to start this, that, or the devil knows what. They keep putting things off, putting things off, putting things off. Um, and they fall into that trap of tomorrow. So it will always be tomorrow, always be tomorrow. But to a quote Apollo Creed in Rocky Free, there is no tomorrow. Your tomorrow is not guaranteed. So do it. Do something now. If you set a goal, do not leave the the uh, place where you set the goal without taking some step in its direction to get your body moving. Not just your head, not just your hand to paper and writing it down, but actually taking a step closer to making it happening. So do something. Stop putting stuff off. You will run out of time. And the only reason that we put things off, the emotion underneath it is anxiety, it's fear, we're scared. 
we're scared of well if i do 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 it maybe maybe these things that i've been telling myself that if i did do these things i'll be great i'll be happy i'll be successful maybe i won't be able to do it or maybe i do it and i realize that i won't be fulfilled and it was all for nothing and that house of cards that i've been building for so many years will just be knocked over then where will i be it's fear it's always fear it's fear and anxiety that stop you that make you put things off but guess what let's say you do it and you realize it's not fulfilling then you drop it and you do something else what if you do it and you fail then you get back up you find another way what if you fail you get back up you find another way what if you fail again you get back up and you find another way if you care enough about it start things now do something something in this moment or when this podcast is done do something start it now number two another way i've identified that people self-sabotage themselves is they get up late or they show up late an example of this is you know i I remember many many years ago 20 25 years ago at least um i would um have a new job that would be starting and i would deliberately get up late and uh, it was my first day of the job and i'd essentially get fired (laughs) and this wasn't just a one-time thing this happened uh, more than a couple of times for me to honestly notice it was a pattern in my life uh, I was getting up late to avoid something. Why well, I was trying to avoid it because I was lazy. And what's underneath being lazy? Some kind of fear, some kind of anxiety that I hadn't dealt with uh, at that point. And perhaps it's my body and unconscious mind's way of telling me you can't work for someone else, Luke. You don't play well with others telling you what to do. You need to craft and walk your own yellow brick road, your own path out there. Um, but getting up late is a form of self-sabotage. So don't get up late. Get up early. Get up early, get up at 6.30, get up at 7, get up at 5. If you need to take a little additional nap in the day and, you, and your lifestyle affords that, then do it. But get up early. Give yourself plenty of time. Set it up. Set it up that you're setting it up to win. You're setting the odds in your favour before you pull that trigger. You're loading that gun. You're loading that magnum with six, six bullets, not just one. You're loading it up in your favour to shoot it at your goal to get through to the other side so get up early get up early stop getting up late the third way people self-sabotage themselves is they eat shit not um, physically although I'm sure some people are into that but um, they, they eat they eat too much processed food too much fast food they eat out too much too lazy to cook eat too much sugar eat shit they're sabotaging themselves they're sabotaging their body they're sabotaging their health, but also sabotaging their mental clarity to think things because the food that we put into our system is essentially the fuel. If you put shit into your car, your, your car is probably going to go kaput at some point because you're putting shit in it. So put good quality things into your car. You would put good quality things into your car. Put good quality things into your body. Now, from time to time, if you want to spurge, you want to have a treat, a free day, then, then knock yourself out. But make that a, a special occasion. Look after your body. Stop sabotaging yourself by eating shit. So you feel bad, you feel fat, you don't do that activity, you don't go on that date, you don't buy that outfit because you're scared. You're scared. It always comes back to fear, doesn't it? Always comes back to fear and anxiety. Why do you self-sabotage? Because you're scared. You're scared that you're not enough. You're scared that it might not work. You're scared that even if I did it, what if I don't feel good and there's no fulfillment? Then you fulfill yourself another way. Because here's the thing about fulfillment. You could have a million dollars, a billion dollars, a trillion dollars and not be fulfilled. You can become the president of the world and not be fulfilled. 
You could have a six-pack and 4% body fat be ripped uh, and have muscles of twisted steel and sex appeal like me. Joke. Um, but still not be fulfilled. Fulfillment is that thing that you can give yourself right now. You can be fulfilled in the moment. Don't think the achievement of the goal that will automatically give you fulfillment. There's been an awful lot of times in my life and many clients that achieved something quite monumental in their life. I'll use the metaphor of climbing up a mountain. All that hard work, all that training to climb up something like Mount Everest. You've made it big, mythical. It's been a myth inside your mind and you climb to the top of it. One of the few people that climb to the top of Everest, all the way to the top. You get to the top and you're like, is this it? Uh, I thought the pearly gates of heaven were going to open me, open for me if such a place exists. That the cherubs were going to come out with the rusty trombones and play uh, lovely cherub music. And I was going to have 15 beautiful uh, virgins that were going to be there waiting for me with blonde flowing hair and buxom bodies. Uh, this is it. I didn't get any of that. I didn't get for I did all that work, but I didn't get fulfilled. Give yourself fulfillment now. You can be fulfilled now. That goal to achieve it may take some time, but don't automatically think you're going to be fulfilled. Give yourself fulfillment now. Realize you're enough. You're fulfilled. Feel good. Find ways to make yourself feel good every day that don't revolve other people, drugs, extra curriculum activity that can become addictive like video games, like porn, like sex, like overtraining, like food. Find a way to sit still to look at something and just feel good. As I sit here looking at my winged eagle WWE title, I just feel good. As I look here and I look at my green lantern that lights up. Yes, I am a big child. I am a big kid. I feel good. As I look at the globe that I ordered from Instagram that changes colour, changes to like eight different colours softly. I'm looking at it now and I feel good. And I set this up because I know that I have the ability to make myself feel bad for no particular reason because I've greased the groove for so long, for so many years, like most of us have, that I need to work the scale on the opposite side and find ways for me to make myself feel good, whether it's seeing something like this WWE title, whether it's about feeling something, whether it's about hearing something, whether it's about getting excited, feeling that emotion inside as I talk to you right now. Find ways to make yourself feel good, to be fulfilled now, and then go out to achieve your goal. Do it. Do it now. Stop eating shit. Next one, procrastination. A procrastination is like a credit card. It's great. You make all these purchases with it. You buy whatever you want. It's fantastic. You've got all this free shit you've accumulated that you never really needed. It's fantastic until you realise you get your statement. Procrastination is great until you get your statement. All procrastination is, again, is anxiety underneath it, is fear. You're putting something off that you know you need to do, but you're scared. You're anxious. You're not sure how it's going to work out. There's a lack of certainty there. That's why you're not getting around to doing it. You're scared on some level. Here's the thing. We're looking for that magical day where we're not scared of anything. Doesn't happen. There is no magical day. That magical day where we have no fear, we have no pain, we have no hurt, sadness, guilt. It doesn't happen. You can drastically reduce them, downregulate the unresourceful emotions, and upregulate emotions like happiness, excitement, self esteem, fulfillment, passion, love, comfort, 
But that day where all the negative is gone totally and completely probably isn't going to exist. But you can definitely dial it down and dial all that good stuff all the way up. So stop putting stuff off. Realising you're putting it off. Not because you're lazy. Lazy is just a symptom. Procrastination is a symptom because you're scared of something. You're scared of changing. You're scared of doing it. You're scared of failing. You're scared if you're not enough. Because it all comes down to is we don't think we're enough. If only I make that amount of money, hit that tax bracket. If only I get that kind of girl, that kind of guy. If only I buy that kind of car. If only I live in the penthouse. If only I become world known. If only I get that WWE title. If only, if only, if only. Start putting shit off. Start doing it. Realise everyone's scared from time to time. Find ways of dealing with your anxiety. Made a ton of podcast on here and how to deal with anxiety and there's about uh, 800 videos that I've made on YouTube and many of them teach you techniques on how to deal with things like anxiety or find a trusted mentor that's helped many people to overcome it or certainly downregulate those unresourceful emotions that's all procrastination is dial it down get it done another way now another way another way that people now self-sabotage themselves this is number five for those keeping count, is not finishing things. Yeah, we talked about procrastination, which is one end of that, that uh, sword of not actually starting things, putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. But the other thing is you, you do start it. You've dealt with your anxiety, uh, potentially not being enough, those feelings at least of procrastination. You've started something, but you don't finish it. You started that book, but then you start another book and another book and another book. You never finish any. It goes back to that old metaphor that I told you uh, a couple of podcasts ago. If you imagine all your projects that you do are like beakers, are like glasses of water on a table, and you only get paid for what's filled. If you've got 10 beakers on the table and you're filling them all up, all at the same time, it's going to take quite a while to fill them all up, and you only get paid for what's done. So, But if you took one glass, one beaker at a time, and filled it up, then that just goes into the background. You can, you can start to use that momentum to fill up the second beaker, the third beaker, the fourth beaker, the fifth beaker. So all those products that you've developed are making money. All those ideas are bringing new clients to you. All those people you've helped are bringing more referrals to you. All those people you've talked to are perhaps a little bit closer to that one special person there. But we are too busy trying to fill up every beaker at the same time, doing multiple things at once. And it gets us nowhere fast. So finish things. Successful people, they start things and they finish things. Finish that book. Finish that course. Finish school. Finish that poem you were writing. Finish that diet. Finish that exercise pro program of 28 days. Finish things. Finish things. Give yourself a little reward after you finish. I know there's a lot of courses online that I do nowadays that every time I pass a module in the course, it says 10% complete, 20% complete. Some of them give me, give me stars. It's all superficial, but it goes back to that learning when we were kids at school, when we do exams, when we get stars, and we feel that level of uh, accomplishment. Oh, we got five stars from Dave Meltzer, uh, who was my teacher at school when I was a young kid. Do those little things. Do whatever you need to do to make yourself feel good in order to get those things done, to finish them once and for all. Feeling good, realising you only get paid. You only get paid or have that fulfilment when it's done. So do it. Do it. Finish it. Be a finisher. Be a finisher. Being a combat fort span fan, I should say, nothing's more boring now than watching uh, professional boxers. I don't watch it so much anymore because many, many heavyweight boxers and, and heavyweight boxing was the 
was what I'd watch growing up. Um, would have people that would finish stuff. We had Mike Tyson. Whether you liked the guy or not, it was fucking exciting to watch because he would finish most people most of the time. He was looking to knock people out. Big pay-per-view buyers paid a, a shitload of money. Then, um, I don't know, about 10 years later or so, we had a guy called Lennox Lewis who came along that he only got defeated, I believe, three times and avenged all of his three losses. An amazing technical boxer. Um, share something in common with me. I believe he was born in London but grew up in Toronto or something along those lines. But we have some um, some similarities there. But fucking boring to watch. Charming, articulate guy. Yes, a very successful boxer. Made a lot of money. Sure, I think he won the gold medal in the Olympics. I want to say in Seoul in 1988. It may have been 84. But fucking boring to watch. Boring to watch. Boring to watch because he didn't finish things. He would do the bare amount of minimum to win on the scorecards most of the time, but very boring to watch. So be a finisher, finish things, be exciting, and then he'd be excited, and then get on to that next level. Finish things in your life. Otherwise, it's just like it's it's energy that's being seeped out of you. It's almost like being a car that has a that has a big. Um, cut dent in it and all the oil all the gas is, is leaking all over um, the road every time you drive it's like if you don't finish things it's always there in the back of your mind you didn't finish it you're, le you're losing energy you're losing focus it's seeping out the energy finish things close it down lock it down and get on to the next thing in your life another way we self-sabotage ourselves, which is number six I find of many many people is saying you don't want something when you're really just scared. Saying, oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, that girl over there, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I don't really want her. Yeah, she's amazing. She's a 10 out of 10 physically, mentally, emotionally, from what I can see and what I feel, at least so far right now. But yeah, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I don't really, I don't really want to go talk to her. No, you want to talk to her, you're just fucking scared, so admit it. Yeah, you know what? I just um, I really I know that book's gonna tell me how I can overcome my depression or my anxiety or my anger issues because so many people said good stuff about it. But yeah, I'm I'm alright with it. I don't really want to read it. Just admit that you're scared. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I should probably exercise, but I don't really want to do that kind of exercise, and I don't have the time. Don't say you don't want it. Just be honest and say you're scared. It's okay to be scared. Everybody scared quote Roddy Piper I'm scared of everything which makes me scared of nothing realize you're scared it's a human emotion it's okay and then move on to the next level in your life but don't delude yourself with self-sabotage saying you don't want things when deep down when no one else is around you know you want it even though you've pushed it down inside but you prevent yourself from getting it because you're scared you're scared of rejection you're scared of failure you're scared of coming across as a phony of a fraud because you don't think you're enough. You're enough. We're all enough. Can we become more? Totally. But are you enough right now? Yeah. Yeah, you are. So be honest with yourself. I, it, so much more respect for people that say, listen, I'm just scared. I'm scared. I do really want that, but I'm scared. I'm fucking terrified and I'm still going to go and talk to that girl over there. I'm fucking terrified and scared, but yeah, I, I am going to enroll in that, um, in that mixed martial arts fight that I've been training for. Yeah, I'm fucking, fucking scared leaving my job, but you know what? I realise I, I want to start up my own business. It's okay to be scared. It's when you stay stuck and you become uh, the bitch of being scared and then you lie to yourself saying you don't really want something. That's when it becomes a problem. That's when it becomes delusional and that's when it hurts your self-esteem. Stop sabotaging yourself. Admit you're scared and get a way through to the next level.
Number seven, and the number seventh way I've noticed that people self-sabotage yourself. Saying, saying you don't have enough time. Oh, I'd like to train, but I don't have enough time. I'd like to take that dance class, but I don't have enough time. Yeah, I'd like to learn about investing, but I don't have enough time. I'd like to write that book, but I don't have enough time. I'd like to go back to college, but I don't have enough time. I'd like to learn to roller skate, but I don't have enough time. Guess what, motherfucker? We all have the same amount of time. Everyone has 24 hours a day. Whether you're the president of the world, whether you're the dustbin garbage man, whether you're the person that works in McDonald's, whether you're the CEO of a big Fortune 500 company, whether you're me, you have the same amount of time, 24 hours a day. As far as I know, no one's developed a way to create actual more time. Now, there are many, many people that use their time a lot better, a lot more resourceful, to get more things done, to be in the moment, to be more successful. People use time a lot better. But stop saying you don't have time. You have time. You just haven't made something a priority. If something's not a priority, you could be given all the time in the world for infinity and beyond. And it won't make a lick of difference because you didn't make it a priority. You have time, I have time. Everyone has the same amount of time. You can no longer use that as an excuse anymore. Instead of saying I don't have time, simply say I just it's just not a priority for me. At least be honest with yourself. Because you see, every time you lie to yourself, you think you might be pulling one over. But your unconscious mind hears you and it hits that self-esteem. And self-esteem is that reputation you have with yourself. And if you have a shit reputation with yourself, then forget about it. You're on that fucking slippery slope in life and you become the world's bitch, essentially. So stop taking hits to your self-esteem be honest where you are and don't say you don't have time just say you're not making a priority still don't have to do that thing but at least be honest with yourself because you might be able to lie to the rest of the world but you can't lie to your unconscious mind number eight the number eighth way i noticed that people self-sabotage themselves or actually a way around that a way around self-sabotaging yourself is most people don't show up and what I mean by that is they don't, they, they want to do the exercise class. They never show up to the exercise class. They want to do that marathon. They don't even show up to the marathon. They, they, they stay at home. Uh, they want to meet people, but they never leave the house. They want to register their business, but they never even submit the paperwork to, to get their business up and running. They never show up. So show up. Show up to your life. An example of this is, let's say you hate the gym, you've got a real phobia for the gym, but you want to get in shape, and you've chosen the gym to do that, but you just, you've got all these excuses, I've got to park, I've got to get changed, and it's rush hour, and I can't get the machine that I want, and yada, 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 just tell yourself, I'm going to go to the gym, and I'm going to be there for five minutes, whether I walk on a treadmill for five minutes, do five minutes of bicep curls, five minutes of stretching, whatever, I'm go, going to go to the gym, and I'm going to do five minutes, or I'm going to do my yoga video, and I'm going to do five minutes, or I'm going to do my calisthenics, and I'm going to do five minutes of exercise. And, it, and after five minutes, if I still want to quit, I can quit and go home. All I have to do is five minutes. If I do five minutes, I win. Anything else is a bonus. When you take the expectation off yourself, the craziest things happen in the world. Is that five minutes turns into ten minutes? Well, I'm here. I may as well do a bit more. I don't want to travel all this way, park my car, if you know I'm only going to do five minutes. That ten minutes becomes twenty minutes, thirty minutes, an hour, whatever it needs to be for you, and it starts to fly by like that. So show up. Take the expectation of yourself and just show up. 
Realise you have no chance in hell in winning at home, even if you're a genius and you're an Olympic friggin' athlete. You've got to show up. Just show up. Show up to the gym. Show up to your life. Show up to the world. Leave your house. Show up to the networking meeting. Show up to your life. Show the fuck up. Number nine, another way, another way it goes into show up really, is um, people just don't take that first step. Take the first step. I'm going to add take the first step into showing up. It's all the same kind of thing. Take that first step, show up. Number nine, another way that I noticed that people, um, they self-sabotage is they catastrophize their life. What they do is the opposite of a successful uh, athlete. They'll go out, and, and I'm not saying that people do this consciously, sit around around a table uh, plotting to do this. It's not what I'm saying. I'm saying unconsciously that they're, they're doing it inside their mind. They catastrophize. They go out to an event that hasn't happened. Imagine it ended. Imagine it going shitty, horribly, going really, really wrong. Feel their body with all those brain chemicals and neurotransmitters of adrenaline, flight, flight, or freeze, and cortisol, muscle, wasting, and stress, and bring that all the way back to now essentially adjusting that inner gps if you will to point in that direction because whatever you vividly imagine enough in your mind with enough volition certainly when you have that chemical blueprint you're more likely of making that happen if you want to know how the secret works there you go there's my definition of the secret right there is they catastrophize they imagine things going wrong 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 well here's the thing let's say you set a goal this thing that this holy grail this thing you want to achieve it, it might not go your way. Absolutely, it may not go your way. So you could catastrophize it. Or you could imagine it going your way and see it going your way. Both are absolute bullshit. And they're both absolute bullshit. I'll tell you why. Because it's not happened yet. So whatever you think about however it's going to go is bullshit. And my definition of bullshit is you don't know and you're um, just imagining something inside your head. So you can imagine catastrophizing it going wrong. And I know you say, well, don't do that deliberately, Luke. Every time that you're doing it, Take responsibility. You're not doing it consciously. But as soon as you catch yourself being consciously aware that you're feeling a bad thing, just realize you're just doing some bad quality thinking. So when you realize you're doing some bad quality thinking, you just change your thoughts. You change your locus of focus and you focus on what you want. It always goes back to what you want. So use the same mechanism you're using to catastrophize, but instead of going down the wrong road, the left road, use the same ability of going out to an event that hasn't happened yet, but instead of it, imagine it, actually imagine it going right. Fill your body with those good neurotransmitters of dopamine, of serotonin, of oxytocin. Feel good about it. See it happening in technicolor. Think it happening. Those sounds. And then that will adjust your inner compass to make that a self-fulfilling prophecy, to make that more inclined to happen. Yes, you are gonna most likely going to need to take action as well. But instead of catastrophize, decatastrophize and visualize what you want. And number 10, number 10, number 10. The 10th way that I noticed that people self-tabotage themselves, get in their own way, is they compare themselves to others. Oh, if only I looked like this one or that one who's on Instagram or the flavor of the month. If only I made this amount of money as this person who's in Time magazine. If only I had the spiritual enlightenment of, insert the spiritual guru here. Now, I'm not saying it's not a good idea to have mentors. really good idea to have mentors. Mentors are people that have pretty much achieved what you want to achieve. They've achieved it. They've got it. They're not phony. They can prove that they've done it. 
and actually having conversations with them, learning from them. That's, that's a good idea. That's a good thing to do. Find a mentor. If there's something you want in life, but you don't quite know how to get it, find someone who already has it and, and buy them a drink, buy them a meal, buy them lunch, whatever. Sit down and find out how they did it. Ask them questions. Most, most people are happy to tell you. And most people don't quite know how they've done it until you sit down and you can start to tease that strategy from them to find out how they did it. But as soon as you compare yourself to other people, there's always going to be someone better than you. There's always going to be someone stronger than you, someone fitter than you, someone leaner than you, someone smarter than you, someone more muscular than you, someone who's more spiritually enlightened than you, someone who's more athletically gifted than you, someone with a bigger house, someone with a bigger car, someone who's prettier, someone with a bigger ass, bigger tits, bigger lips, bigger biceps, smaller waist. There's always going to be somebody better, so don't fall into the fucking trap. Compare yourself to yourself. How did you look, feel, act a year ago, two years ago, five years ago? What, you, what were your living situations then? What kind of relationships did you have then? What kind of emotions were you feeling day to day? What did your body look like? What were your yearly earnings then? How did you feel about yourself? How's your self-esteem? And take an inventory every year. Hell, maybe it's January 1st. It could be any day that you want. And compare yourself to where you were a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. Hell, a day ago. But sometimes you don't see much change in a day. You need that um, that bell-shaped curve, shaved that bell-shaped uh, curve to see over time to chart that. Perhaps on a spreadsheet. That's why I suggest a year. But it could be something like three months or whatever. But compare yourself to where you were. If it's about looking better, about feeling better, um. You, um, being a certain weight, looking a certain weight, and what were your measurements a year ago? What was your waist, your biceps, your thigh, your thigh measurement, your hip measurement? If it's finances, how much money did you make last year? If it's about helping people, how much money did you give to charity, or how many hours did you dedicate last year? Compare yourself to yourself, only to yourself. You're only competing with yourself. No one else gives a fuck about you. No one else is keeping score but you. The only person that's fair to compare yourself is to yourself. And you can always do better than yourself. You can always do better. Are you enough now? Sure. Can you be better and do more? Absolutely. Don't fall into that trap of, oh my God, I feel like a piece of shit because everyone on my Facebook or Instagram page looks so gorgeous, so amazing, has a perfect body, perfect finances, perfect relationship. It's all a fucking illusion designed to make you feel like shit, to spend more money, to consume more food, to take more drugs, to keep you asleep, to keep you more in the matrix. So stop it. Don't be a fucking sheep. Be more than that. Compare yourself only to yourself. Do more. Be more. Achieve more. But realise you're enough right now. And honestly evaluate yourself. Honestly evaluate yourself. Don't just say, you're, oh yeah, everything's great and it isn't. Don't Or equally say everything's shit and it isn't. Honestly evaluate your life, your finances, your career, your purpose in life, your relationships with yourself, other people, friends, family, significant others, your health, your cardiovascular system, your heart rate, how much you can bench press, squat, how long you can walk for, what's your cardiovascular level, whatever it is. There's many ways, many modalities to measure this. I'm just giving you a few off the top of my head. Find your own ways because your goals, your purposes, your reasons for being on this earth are different from mine. So find your own modalities, ways of measuring it, but compare yourself only to yourself. So, quick recap. 
today. Stop self-sabotage. Number one, stop putting things off. Do it now. Number two, stop getting up late. Get up early. Number three, stop eating shit. Eat more positive things. Procrastination. Number four, stop putting things off. Do it now. Number five, finish things. Number six, saying you don't want something when you're just scared. Number seven, saying you don't have time. Everyone has time. Number eight, show up. Number nine, stop catastrophizing. And number 10, stop comparing yourself to others. Because you'll never be enough. If you compare yourself to yourself, you'll realize you are always enough. Always. I've been Luke Michael Howard, aka the Hypnopunk. If you've enjoyed what I've had to say today, enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends about it. If you'd like a fact sheet that I'm putting together on the 10 ways to stop self-sabotage, shoot me an email at mail, M-A-I-L, at luknosis, L-U-K-E-N-O-S-I-S dot com and say you want the um, spreadsheet, you want the file, you want the article that I'm putting together on top 10 ways to end self-sabotage and I will send that to you. Always believe. Yeah.